0: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Episode 3 of the Keith Cheggers Podcast. I'm Hannah Norris, and I'm here with my husband.
0: Hello, world.
1: That's Carl Donnelly. That's my husband. (laughs) Sorry,
0: apologies um, for that intro that I've just done there. I've (laughs) lost him.
1: And as you can hear, we do have a guest, which is what I kept saying I wanted to happen. Um, We are here with comedian, actor, writer... Amazing woman, amazing pregnant woman, Felicity Ward. Hi. Hello.
2: So exciting being on the real pointy end of things, like we're at complete opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah, I'm at week eight and you are week 38. Wah. Jesus, <laughs> yeah. Mary and Joseph. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is. And that, and, uh, they, well, look, I just, I was going to say, there's so much I, did, I didn't know anything about pregnancy, even though I've been wanted to be pregnant for a long time. Yeah. When you get pregnant, there's no pamphlet. You're like, do I see a doctor? But I didn't know from 37 weeks they're considered full term in the UK. Oh, really? Yeah. So
0: Different in other countries?
2: I think in – I've got a feeling in America it might be 38 right. weeks. Yes, and in France, I found this out that you don't get a due date; you get a due week. That's nice. Ah. It's the
0: French way, isn't it? Isn't it weirdly around this time? Last episode, episode two, uh, we were talking about how Hannah had read a book called "Why French Kids Don't Throw Food."
1: French children don't throw food. Yeah, Yeah, and
0: I read it. Uh, previous to last week's episode and that it, they do describe their like pregnancy um the, the actual birth the aftermath or raising children as it's called <laughs> <laughs> um, as they yeah, it's a t- they, the french way of doing things is so different mm. to the british and american way it's, it does feel a lot more lasso fair i suppose
3: yeah. is the the French, French word, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: um, a little yeah. faux
2: pas, that
3: <laughs> So
1: that's exactly why I started this podcast because that thing of going, becoming pregnant, which I'm starting to be able to say. Mm. I've been kind of going, I'm sort of maybe having a baby, kind yeah. of, um, but when I'm got myself in this situation um <laughs> <laughs> which is how she previously i, it. <laughs> I didn't I, yeah, I just you went, mean speaking oh. to your dad well she's got herself in quite a situation <laughs> no, i have told him but i'm not not in those words um and yeah just not knowing anything and so mm. wanting to talk to people who um mostly i could only think of people who had already had children that i knew and the moment i thought of you and that you were right in the midst of it mm-hmm. mate Thirty weeks ahead, as we now. Yes. Yeah.
2: Twelve days to go. Wow. I know.
1: So we had eight. We had a scan on an eight-week scan, and immediately everything's fine. And the doctor said, "Okay, so now you need to decide where you're going to have birth, Mm. give birth.
0: Yeah, yeah. Have birth. (laughs) The doctor (laughs) wasn't particularly good. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it it literally was that. Yeah. Because we talked about this on the way home, how. It almost shocked us, yeah, because we've been doing IVF, right? So that's sort of we. we I suppose it's not the normal ch- like process where you just get pregnant and you find out oh we're pregnant or I'm pregnant and then are the, oh, we going to have a baby and hmm. then you go and you start having things. But we've because it's been from such an early stage before. Hannah was pregnant. Mm. Like, I suppose we've always felt like we're just being looked after. Yeah, it's
1: so structured the yeah, whole sure. way.
0: So actually, that was the first time they've gone, right, you're pregnant. See you later. And we, and we literally looked at each other like, what? We yeah. Now but, we gotta but, have a baby. But, but yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: No one there to hold, yeah. hold our hand anymore. Yes. So, well, we, um, I mean, this may or may not have to be edited. I'll speak to my husband about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but we, we tried for a while and then yeah. we... Uh, so we went to the doctor and they said, you know, if you've been trying for more than six months, um, we can refer you. And didn't really say what it was about. I was like, okay, cool, refer us. So we got this referral and um, we had a date to go to the hospital and we moved flats in that time so we didn't get any of the literature of what we were getting a referral for <laughs> and it was for IVF right. yeah. and but we didn't know that until we turned up and then we had such an awful um person that we spoke oh, to really? they made me cry <laughs> Um,
0: what 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 was there? Yeah, what, what just in their tone or the language? Yeah, using? all of
2: it. They said because uh, he because we, we turned up and I didn't really know uh, what we were supposed the to the fill out loads of on. forms and well, we filled out some forms. Um, but she, she was just very sort of um, not not even decent. She was very cold and like like we we're uh, um, and inconvenience for the day which is like uh, kind of okay but also kind of not because the reason that you're there is because you're trying to do something and it's not working and you feel very vulnerable Mm. anyway when she got in there she said you know do you smoke and I said oh look full disclosure and this was in May or something I said I I quit last year Um, I said but I've probably had in the last I've probably had six cigarettes, and she dropped a pen and she put a hand in her face, her face in her hand, and she said, we cannot offer you this treatment if you are still smoking. And I said, we don't even know what we're doing here and what treatment you're offering us. And then I literally had to say... I feel very vulnerable. Is there a more gentle way that you can speak to me? Yeah, that's good. That's that's good that you felt like you could say that because well, I was just like, what I are the options? And then be. I had to get an internal ultrasound from her, so it was oh yeah, just a beautiful. Um, but we sort of went through the process and we we put in a complaint and we got a um, we got a, an earlier consultation for our next consultation. Good. yeah and um, and then it sort of got to it uh, uh, the weeks that we were supposed to start. IVF yeah we just got married then we went on honeymoon then we moved house and that all happened within two weeks and I just said to Chris I'm like I can't do the emotional thing yeah. i can't because i also didn't know that it was daily injections for yeah. two weeks and that your hormones can go absolutely ballistic and stuff and like that not
0: just two weeks if it carries on it ended up how long did yeah. you end up doing them for
2: well, we have then you
1: do bum injections Ooh. and then I'm now but but that's, that's <laughs> which
0: i took I, I, had to, I, had to, I had to administer the bum mm-hmm. injections naturally um, mm-hmm.
1: but now it's now easier
0: I've, harder for hannah to
1: very tricky do. to reach around moved on to pessaries now oh okay. i did my first couple this morning yeah okay up and up the vagina so is that
2: ongoing medication
1: <laughs> progesterone that progesterone. i have to keep doing for the first trimester okay yeah when when we went in the other day and about the bum injections she was like are you still doing those oh you don't have to do those we can put you on the pessaries
2: you're like, but we love the bum no,
0: <laughs> i genuinely don't i felt like the couple of times where it hurt you yeah. More than you, normal. Like now and again, I just it hurt you too. I mean, no, every day it hurt. I've got PTSD, <laughs> and I will do for a long time. <laughs> but it's, um, but it was a necessary thing to do. Yeah. And, and I was, and I was
1: it. it was fine. I was like, oh, okay. Well, if you want to, uh, yeah. She said some some women come there and they can't walk properly. They're in so much pain. And I was like, oh no, mm. it hasn't been like that for me, mm. which is really lucky. But that's a, that's quite amazing that you got to that stage so quickly that suddenly it was going to be IVF you
2: know after well just- we we didn't really know with yeah. that's what we were there for yeah. but also with the NHS it can be such a long wait process which yeah. it was so we were trying for a while yeah. and then we've got this you know from the first time we got the uh, referral to the time that it was you know 10 months
3: yeah
2: so that's it's not that short a time on top of the time we've already been trying and then we I didn't want to do it then and um and then we just sort of stopped that idea yeah. Mm. And then this just happened spontaneously at the beginning yeah. of this year. And it was, um, yeah, I'd been away in Australia for six weeks with my family and because I hadn't been out there for ages and then came back and it literally happened in the first weekend right. that I was back. And I was only back for three and a half weeks before I went back out to <laughs> wow. Australia for five weeks. So um, that was a surprise. Yes. Yeah, and So you were in Australia when you found out? No, the week before. Right. So you found out you were pregnant here mm-hmm. and then – then you left. Then a week later, and I like, I called the doctor. I'm like, Hey, can I fly? Because I don't, I didn't know. Yeah, exactly. Anything at all. She's like, How long are you? And I'm like, Like three and a half, four weeks. Also, didn't know, which I'm sure many listeners know, that they take your uh, starting date from the first day of your last period, yeah. not the date of conception, which yeah. makes no sense to me. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah, you yet.
0: told me that and again I had no idea about that. Well,
2: cuz I
1: learned it as well cuz you just assume it's from when it, you've conceived and then that's how long the pregnancy is. But the yeah. fact that it's from I guess where, yeah, when the eggs release. Yeah. That's that's the starting of the journey.
2: Yeah, which is of the uh, pregnancy journey. I just feel like a lot of pregnancy is gossip. Mm-hmm. Like I've learned yeah. <laughs> I've learned at least 60% of what I know through gossip. Mm. Tell cool. me, tell me. <laughs> Um, So when I was in Melbourne, I remember running into Katie Minchin and she was five months pregnant and she was like, oh, I had a nap this afternoon. I slept on my back for about 20 minutes. You know, I know that we're not supposed to. I'm like, sorry, what what? can you just uh, say that? So you meant to be side,
0: sidewards. Sidewards. You couldn't be
2: be face down.
0: Why? Just sort of like humped over them? You
2: you can for a while. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think after twenty weeks. So what happens is at the base of your spine, um, there's a whole bunch of arteries, and one goes straight to your heart, which feeds yes. the umbilical cord. And so you just placenta. don't want to put pressure on that. So if you put pressure on that, it slows the blood flow down to the baby, which is wild. And Comprende. I have a. Is I'll show you. It's. Um, I have like this little raised, like a. Like a little mound above my on my sacrum, and I think that's where the veins are. Yeah, it's just it's so like. Are we going to look at it now? Yeah, if you want to, I mean, it's not great podcasting. Oh yeah, I can see. I, <laughs> I mean, see a yeah. you've got a little mound. Yeah, little mound. It's what happens to your body is fucking incredible. I am like, I've never been more impressed at anything yeah. in my entire life. Well, this yeah. is
0: something that I think you're. It's treating it with a, like, without trepidation, mostly excitement about things. Yeah, that are, like, yeah. I don't yeah. feel
1: I don't feel fearful. But Because we listen
0: to and you're reading the book of uh, I um, can't remember her name.
1: Millie something or other. Birth is a feminist issue. It's yeah, children. and
0: it's basically I heard her on a I heard her on a podcast and said to Hannah, you should listen to this. Um, and it's about that re... Shaping or changing the way people talk about pregnancy because you only ever hear about the negatives, really, yes. don't you? And especially with birth as well. Yes, and that she was saying actually that's a lot led by the medical side of things, where yeah, and it's that's quite a male led industry. Mm. And actually, she was saying you need to sort of almost there needs to be a reclamation from yes. women to talk about the positives of pregnancy and all that,
2: mate. I want to go and talk about it in schools. I just think I don't think there is anything more sci-fi that anyone can do (laughs) on this planet. It's the wildest shit that's ever happened to me. I can't believe we treat it with such nonchalance. I know that women do it every day and people do it every day. Sure. That doesn't make it any less exceptional. Do you know that uh, uh, so we have 50% more blood than we did? I did learn that. Isn't that So great. And we did these NCT classes, which I didn't know that they were a thing. Yeah, that's what you – when we were messaging the other day, you said you were at NCT classes all weekend. I was like, what what is is that? I I think it's called National Child Trust. They're like a charity organisation. You pay for the courses. But they're a weekend course where you um, meet up with people who are due the same around the same date as you. Okay, that's nice. And then they just go through some things about birth that you might not have known. They go through you like your birthing options and labor, and um, you know, uh, yeah, and and it, there's you know there's lots of um, hetero couples there, and uh, sometimes partners don't know they want to know more and they can read more, but sometimes they're not on the same page as their partners, of course, yeah. and so it's really cool to sort of connect to a bunch of people that are due about the same time that you can go, hey, I'm freaking about, out about this and you get a little WhatsApp group at the end. Yeah. And um, But what one of the things that the teacher did was she passed around, she said, this is how much blood your wives are carrying, extra blood. <laughs> this is how much amniotic fluid she's carrying. Uh, this is the weight of the baby and they were like presents. Yeah. Yeah. So we were like feeling this all and she's like, uh, this is how much extra fat. This is what the milk will yeah. like. And so the, it's for all the time that I'm like, you know, I, I, if I'm perfectly honest, before I was pregnant, sometimes when like pregnant, when we we're walking around, I'm like, all right, mate, it happens every day.
3: Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. And now I'm like, I am so sorry. Yeah. I have the <laughs> utmost respect for you. Yeah. That I've put on 20 kilos, which is like. Well, that's it. You're very, you've got a very slim frame. Yes. What you mm. you, you so, know, you so can see happened. This baby, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I put on like three stone, yeah, wow. and it's um because it's blood and it's fluid and this is so embarrassing. I didn't know this that when you fall pregnant, this is so embarrassing. I'm 39. Um, I thought you just always had a placenta and it just like activated when that's built from scratch. I, I, yeah, I didn't think that.
3: No, <laughs>
2: but I didn't
1: know. I don't. Still don't really know. It just grows, right? Your
2: body just goes. Oh, do you need a placenta? Here you, you go. I'm the uterus. I'm on yeah. it. i got it covered.
0: Because when does that, you tell me, you tell yeah, me Yeah, I think,
1: yeah, right now, like at week eight, moving on from embryonic stage. So mm. I think it's about to, the placenta is about to start growing.
0: But in I terms think, of like not knowing, like we were, I think we might have even talked about it last week about when we had the first scan. And yeah. it was how, what week was that?
1: Week seven, one.
0: Yes. And the one basically, With they, the heartbeat. they showed yeah. us. It was so tiny yeah. that you could see the heartbeat, yeah. and I didn't know. I'm such a. i am such I was like, "It won't be like a heart until like twenty five weeks." Yeah, yeah. I was literally and literally they showed it to me, and I couldn't yeah. believe what I was seeing.
2: And well, so I had one at six weeks because I went out to Australia, and um, I'd done the test here. So I was like three or four weeks pregnant when I did the test, and then when I went out to Australia, I thought I feel like I should have a GP just here find or out something because I'm going to be here yeah. for. And he said, "Look, let's just." Um, I did a test and he's like, yeah, you're definitely pregnant. He goes, I wouldn't mind doing a scan. So we did a six-week scan. Um, had to pay for it. That was new. Forgot about the <laughs> God bless our NHS. Yeah. Um, so I had to Skype Chris at, while I was getting the first scan. Yeah. And um, then at 10 weeks I had a, a, a small bleed. Yeah. And so I had to get one at 10 weeks and they're the shape of a person. But because it's not, there's nothing to compare sizes to, you go, oh, my God, there's a full put when it's like a thumbnail. But it's the shape. It's the silhouette. It's just absolute madness. And, like, watching how um, active he was at 10 weeks, I said, is this normal? Because he was, like, jerking his back and doing tumbles. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) Yeah, And they're like, yeah, yeah, they're really active at this stage. I'm like, that's nuts. It's just nuts. It's two weeks away. Yeah, it's gonna be doing that. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah, and you can feel the baby at different points. And I mean, you what well, I had your curiosity at your stage of the pregnancy, but did let's say nothing about it until yeah. well, I don't know a month ago. Something like that.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: I had, you know, it was Chris who was uh, my husband who yeah. was he got a book, pregnancy for men. Oh yeah, and uh, he'd be reading me out bits. And I'm like. Can you say that bit again? I didn't quite catch that. Yeah.
1: Mm. No, because we had, so we ended up having this scan last week because the one before they'd said they thought the heartbeat was a bit slow Mm -hmm. and so to come back in. And that's that, you know, like you saying you had a bleed at 10 weeks that kind of thinking something might be going wrong. Oh,
2: assuming.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And going back in this week and she was like, oh, no, it's per- the heartbeat's perfect. Yeah. It's 160. Last week, it was it was a different doctor we saw this week. And she was like, last week it was 120, which is perfect as well. Like, yeah. I would only call someone back in if it was under 100. Yeah. So yeah. nothing to worry about. Yeah, like basically,
0: yeah. the doctor the week before was just slightly over-cautious. Which is wonderful. Which is great. Yeah. But, yeah, I think it just put us slightly... There was a little tiny bit of edge, just
1: that reality check that that something could potentially go wrong. It's happening, but things might
2: not, or you might have complications. Well, when I was in Australia, I was DJing, and I was like dancing around, and there's a part of me in my head is like, "Are you going to have a miscarriage? Like, are you just are you killing your unborn child, or you know, unborn fetus at that point?" Um, Because I didn't, I just didn't know anything, and it was all fine. Um, I've had a, I've, it turns out I have a polyp. This is, you know, we're getting, yeah, it's a pregnancy it, podcast. It. Let's I get into it. I want to know about polyps. <laughs> I have an endometrial polyp, which yeah. is kind of just like a, a growth that's very, very sensitive. Um, and so I had a couple of bleeds during the pregnancy. So that just ble- That just got something pushed on that and there was bleeding. Yeah, it's yeah. super, super sensitive. And, um, uh, that was really scary. And yeah. then, so there's so, sort of some preventative measures that we have had to take. Unfortunately, uh, to stop any agitation, because yes. the polyp itself doesn't affect the pregnancy, but if there's blood, sometimes that can stimulate the cervix, and then you go into early oh, labour. Right. Yeah. So I had a bleed at about a big bleed at about 28 weeks that was almost unprompted. Wow. And um, I felt really scared. I'm like, oh no. Yeah. But I also know, after 24 weeks, they're viable. That
3: they
2: yeah. can. Yeah. That's a pretty good. Right. good sized baby that they can yeah well they've got a, a it's a pretty a good success rate yeah. if you've got a, a, a baby that's that premature
0: I think um, a comedian friend of ours John Hastings was born like r- amazingly early as well yeah. and yeah, he's, right. he's turned out to be a huge, an absolute giant, giant of a man yeah. Yeah. what so. a head <laughs> What an absolute so, okay, noggin. Yes. So yeah. I think it shows that, yeah, even yeah. really early births, I think people so assume mum, they're going to be tiny. and well, actually, His not. mum
1: might have been lucky
2: as well that she didn't have to give birth I to mean, that massive yeah. baby. I mean, because she's <laughs> tiny yeah. as well. Yeah. So, yeah. She's term. as big as a paperclip. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so we went in and uh, the, the consultant came in and it was like one o'clock in the morning and he said, um, it could be the polyp, but just to be sure we're going to give you a steroid injection on the off chance. That you go into labour, and oh. I was you're just like, I don't have a spare pair of underpants with me, <laughs>
3: yes. let
2: alone birth a plan, breast pad. Any ideas? Birth plan? Ah, birth plan. At 28 weeks, absolutely not, mate. <laughs> Literally, I've I've not even finished my hypno birthing videos. And that's that's the plan is to do hypnobirthing.
0: Hypnobirthing yeah. is it's like breathing techniques and all stuff yeah, like that. It's
2: more or less meditation yes. and, and NPL. That's NLP. So yeah. Oh, yeah. it's really just as you were talking about. Like we don't hear, we only hear sort of negative yeah. um, birth stories and stuff like that. And that's what that's what's portrayed in movies and TV. And yeah. just that was something that I didn't know when we did our antenatal class was like uh, sometimes your water doesn't even break and you go mm. into labour. And they have to break your water when you're in there. And I'm like, that is not what the TV shows are. <laughs> no. Do you
0: remember the. What day was it when we were going to the IVF clinic where we walked past the woman who was heavily in labour? Yeah. It was such funny timing. Like, I think it was like the day.
1: It was might have been when we'd had the eggs transferred yeah, back in. So they.
0: They'd, they'd, you know, it was a fertilised embryo it was an egg yeah So, and it was going back into hannah mm. and it was all done and we leave and now it's like right let's see if you're pregnant as we walked out we walked into the hospital to pick Amazing. up a prescription and it was a woman holding onto the wall yeah. going "Ah." we were yeah. like okay
2: We well, again we looked at each other like <laughs> oh, this <laughs> is really happening yeah. yeah and uh and and the list of things that you are supposed to do beforehand and what week you're supposed to do it and what weeks that, you know, things that are happening to you and then what you're supposed to have ready. And, you know, we're supposed to have a hospital bag packed from 35 weeks wow. or something like okay. that. <laughs> uh, have and you picture luggage? I'm writing notes. I'm writing yeah, notes. yes. Mine is actually packed. Right. I was very proud of myself. I,
0: but up, I, I suppose just to sort of say like that this is sort of why I think when he, Hannah told me she wanted to do this podcast, it was mm-hmm. basically because like – of that, I suppose a lot of books just have a like slightly regimented breakdown of the weeks so you're meant to do things. Mm. But then you talk to anyone who's gone through it, and everything always slightly changes, and it's very yeah. individual. So I suppose, yeah, what, what did your was yours in terms of like the scheduling that is laid out when you're told right this is probably what will happen? I think, was it pretty straightforward? Or
2: I think I, I mean, there was a lot of avoidance in my my side of things. I got back to <laughs> from Australia and then th- and then did some weekend touring with the guilty feminist and then i was 12 weeks pregnant on the first day that i started rehearsals for a play oh yeah so i rehearsed for the play for 3 weeks 6 days a week and i was so tired i would just fall asleep in rehearsal sometimes yeah. like just pass out and then the play was 6 nights a week and, I, came, I came and saw it yes in high heels and there oh, was like no. three short dance <laughs> those the
1: fight scenes that's because because mm. I'm an actor as well like I was watching that and watching you pregnant do that there was fight scenes and the dances and stuff and yep. I was like this is it's full-on like I loved it I loved it because I could see you doing it and you mm. you could do it but there was there's that extra bit in the back of your head going oh, fuck that's it's full-on well, that your, your yeah. body's doing that and you're doing this at the same time well there
2: was a, there was a part of me that I'm like Well, you don't have any choice because I always think that I just have to do things. Yeah. Um, For as rebellious and mouthy as I seem as a person, I actually adore uh, structure, rules, authority, give me a plan, lovely stuff. Yeah. Um, But what that means is, on the flip side of that, is I feel like I don't have choices to say I can't do that. And if anything, when I told my director I thought he would be They were more understanding about my pregnancy than I was. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I didn't – because the other thing is they talk about when you've – in your first trimester they talk about – people ask you about um, morning sickness and your cravings and that's it. And I'd never heard about how exhausting it could be and it was like debilitatingly so. And I felt like I was stupid because I was so tired. Yeah. Not like, oh, of course. And if it was anyone else, I'd go – yeah, yeah, you're yeah. making a person. You know that catch-all yeah. phrase. Well, that- so
0: I've been trying to say that to you a lot in the last week or two because you've been yeah. tired. Yeah, and sometimes you, you sort of you can maybe suggest it's a negative, and I'm try I try and stress it. just lie, just it's fine. You don't have to do anything. But I think
1: there is that thing as well. I don't know if for you, but the idea now that. You know, being sort of super women that I can be pregnant and be doing a play mm-hmm. and dancing on stage and doing all this stuff, rather than sort of going into lockdown and just yeah. being pregnant for the term of your pregnancy, which of, is actually of not letting it stop you, of not letting it
2: yeah like get it, in the way or whatever. like this uh, like it's a feminist act to yeah. continue to operate the way you did before your body was literally seized, seized by a person that <laughs> needs to be grown. Yeah. You know, like that's not a big deal, like that's not stressful or yeah. requires a little bit different energy. Um, and do you, do you think did, – did you feel that and
1: do you think you've ch- kind of – your behaviour changed through?
2: Yes. Yeah, so I – once the play had finished, then we had a week in Montreal at the end of July or whenever it is, then we had a week's holiday in New York – and then I didn't have much work in August and um, I was so much happier, even though my energy came back at like 23 weeks or something like that um, or maybe it was before then. But uh, from then on I was like, oh, I think you need to chill out a bit. Yeah. And then when I had the bleed at 28 weeks, I'm like, oh, I've got to cancel everything. Yeah, And um I still forget that I have it sometimes because I bump it on things. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. No, that's absolutely happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's the physical stuff. I Because we moved house when I was 34 weeks, I cannot tell you the frustration that I would um, just, like, push a box out of the way with my foot and I would pull ligaments all underneath my stomach just from pushing (laughs) a box with my foot. I couldn't do and still can't do anything that yeah. I used to be able to do. And that's a really, for someone who is, uh, you know, almost obstructively independent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very um, humbling.
0: My mate bought a toaster. We go through celebrities' Amazon purchase histories so you don't have to. Keep calm and love Dom Jolly, Novelty keyring yeah, and Fridge that. Magnets. Yeah, I love that. that. The G-Spot. <laughs>
1: The good vibrations, guys.
0: Green dot laser sight rifle gun scope. I bought that quite a lot of times, I think. Right, okay. The Sex Doctor's Guide to Keeping It Hot. Ah, oh, interesting. Did another child come along nine months later?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loads
0: of great apps up now, and new ones dropping every Monday. That's my mate bought a toaster from Great Big Al.
1: At the moment, I'm sort of looking at comedy festival next year and yeah. working and looking at maybe doing some road show. like at the moment, sort of sent an email yesterday going, do I want to do some touring after that? That would take me up to, I think, 35 weeks. In my head, I'm like, I think I can do it. And then I'm like... Am I being crazy? Is mm. that crazy? Yeah. And Is,
0: even then I yesterday sort of said, well, you know, you should maybe have a little think about mm. how you'll feel at that time. But I, I, I didn't want to be the sort of like, But you said you I should be lying in bed. Like, I don't want to put any. But I'm saying have a think familiar. about how
1: you'd feel. I have no idea. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Well, well, I can I'm,
2: literally tell you. Well,
0: yes, please tell her what she will feel like, <laughs> Felicity.
2: You'll want to work, and I'm a workaholic, you'll want to work from about 25 weeks on like I couldn't muster a fuck to give about work. Yeah. And the more – and I and I had work to do and deadlines to finish. So I think I finished at 36 weeks. Yeah. Um, and they were only writing deadlines. I did one gig in like the last month. You're exhausted. Yeah. You're physically – as I said, like I'm carrying around 20 extra kilos. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not just the weight. That's the energy that's – and yeah. your sleep is like I cannot – this is the other thing i was speaking to a friend of mine and she uh, had plans to work right up to christmas and she's due in early january she's mm-hmm. like you know i've got to work till the end and and i said this is the only time you're ever not going to be a parent again yeah and yeah that like this this time before this one comes along like this is my last time to like enjoy being in my house and enjoy being with my husband and like Eating dinner, just the two of us, yeah. and and we want kids so badly. But, like, it's it, you don't feel like working. Yeah. You feel, oh, I can't speak for everyone. I can only speak for myself. But especially having moved, the thing that was most upsetting to me was that we haven't got bookshelves yet, so I can't, like, put the books in the nice order and make the cot. And, like, this re- weird, feels like 1950s, patriarchy bullshit. Yeah. It's real. It's true. It's. I hate it. I hate admitting it. All I want to do is nest. Yeah. That's all I want to do. Yeah. I want to get the lint roller and get dust off the couch. Never done that in my life. Yeah. Never done it. Well, I definitely, f- for me in terms of um, the fact that the IVF
1: has been successful, mm. well, I definitely made space in my life mm. for that to be a possibility. Mm-hmm. For someone who likes being busy and has been touring a lot this year, that I was like, right. I have to be at home. I'm gonna be here, and I kind of t- just took time out from yeah. things I'd normally be doing and did bits of nesting. You know, like things are quite clean in my yeah, yeah. <laughs> my shelves and my cupboards and things like that. And going, okay, now I need to make space if we if this is going to be a reality. Yeah, and I have to have the space to welcome a child into this yeah. into this place. But I'm, I'm also very aware of that making the most of the time. Yeah. pre being a parent, it's
2: just like what. I, there's an uh, definitely an element that comes with well, I think working in the comedy industry in any in any regard that there's this hero um sort of attitude that people want to be respected They're like oh look how much she's working yeah look how much he's working yeah and it's just not that important when this is happening it's yeah. just like um I, I I actually felt it really early on where I just was like, oh, work? Oh, i got to do this for ages more. And you know how much I've worked and how much I love working and I love stand-up and I used to love travelling and touring and it's this, you know, badge of honour that I did six festivals back to back and I've only eaten a biscuit in that time and, you know, like there's this um, sort of machismo that comes with it and I just cannot... Uh encourage other people enough to quit work as quickly as you can <laughs> yeah it's like it's purely on a sleeping level the um the idea of touring could bring me to tears if I thought about it yeah um, we've had to buy a new mattress. We're going to talk about pillow admin. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> pillow admin. Write it down. The number of different pillows that you will try over your pregnancy to get comfortable. Oh, wow.
1: But, uh, just under your head or are you putting it other places? Oh, under no. your, On your back. Nothing to yeah. do with your
2: head. Yeah. Legs. <laughs> I've got – so at the moment I've got um, two regular pillows, your standard. I've got a firm one and a soft one. Of course. Classic. Classic. That's for everyone. And then as time wore on – I'm a side sleeper so that's fine mm-hmm. – um, I would occasionally sleep on my back, sometimes on my stomach, but sleeping on my side wasn't a problem. Um, but then what would happen is there's so much weight on my hips, I had a firm mattress, I would wake up every day and it would feel like I had bruises on each hips because yeah. you got to turn yeah. every two hours because you're waking up going... Oh my God, I'm in so much pain. You'll also get huge leg cramps. That'll happen. <laughs> yeah. I don't know when that starts happening, but it's not ideal. You wake <laughs> up and you're like silently screaming because you don't want to wake up your partner. You're just going. <laughs> <laughs> And the impulse—I've never had really had cramps before. Yeah, the impulse is to stretch it out, which only makes it worse. So you sort of got you have got to flex, flex, not point. And mm-hmm. anyway, <laughs> so we got a pillow that. Um, there's all different kinds of pillows you can get. The most popular one is the full body horseshoe. Yeah, so that goes between your knees and your chest and your head, and then behind you, it's, you're literally what? cocooned.
1: So not just those normal kind of triangular. So pillows like that, like yeah.
2: a boomerang triangle so tri- pillow, yeah. but for your whole Full letter, body. Your whole body. It comes down on both sides. What? <laughs> so because your pelvis. It's
0: like a a fat um, scarf.
2: Yes, <laughs> fat long scarf, fat long a scarf. stuffed scarf <laughs> that you. It's, it's like if you were lying down on your side and you just drew an outline of the person's, yes. uh, a, a, a rough outline of the person's body. It's literally a long horseshoe. Wow. Yeah. Um, because your pelvis opens up. Mm-hmm. And so when you're sleeping on your side with your knees together, it puts pressure on your pelvis. Yeah. So you've got to sleep with your legs apart. So it takes that pressure off. Right. Uh, Another wonderful side effect is (laughs) this is – I have not shared this with anyone yet. This is as good as amazing. (laughs) Nor have I had this fed back to me by other women. My tits are so massive sometimes I have to sleep with a pillow between them Yeah, because uh, your lungs just get smaller and smaller and crushed because your uterus doubles or triples in size and then all the organs move up basically under your rib cage. Yeah. So for the last two or three months, every time I lie down, for the first five minutes it feels like someone is pinching my jugular veins. Um, I just can't breathe properly. It's awful. Uh, so that was uh, – so then then we got a pillow that was – now this one's difficult to describe. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a pool noodle on one side, like yeah. a, a long – and then like a shorter one on the other side. So it's got two sides. Mm-hmm. But then in the middle, rather than having a pillow connecting them, it just has a piece of material. So you lie on the material. Right. Um, and what it does is, yeah. it, is it just gives you back a little bit of support and then you still get the between the knees. Yeah, I got it. Between the boobs if you want it. <laughs> the third pillow that we bought is simply just a little triangular wedge. And I started using that maybe about two or three months ago because the weight of my stomach was so much That it hurt when I'd lie on my side because it was like a huge appendage, yeah, Yeah, like a bowling ball, like a doorstop underneath. It's like it's that's a perfect description, right? Um, So all this stuff is great, (laughs) except you then have to turn over every couple of hours, yeah. So, oh, and then my new one is um, someone gave us a breastfeeding pillow, which is a pillow you put on your lap when you're breastfeeding. Yeah. But that's actually done a really great job of what the other pillows were doing. So I'm sleeping with a breast pillow with the, between... With me. the other tit pillows. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the I think I've made peace with the tits that I'm just, uh, <laughs> just not going to be able to breathe for a while. That's interesting as
1: well, though, the fact that you're waking up every couple of hours. That's sort of putting your body into the fact that you'll be waking up that's once what the baby's
2: here. Yeah, so it's yeah. Um, it's also, that's just getting a, used to a, a primal sleep. Yeah. evolutionary thing. It's more to do with, um, it's more common with, rather than the turning, even though that's a thing, is getting up and going to the toilet. Yeah. So that's a part of your body preparing you to be right. awake every two yeah. hours. Twice last night. You really? didn't wake up either time.
0: I mean, I'm, very, I'm luckily I'm a very sound sleeper. So oh, lucky! When you're waking up with your cramps, yeah. We got a new uh, alarm clock because we w- don't want our phones in the room. Great! So we got an alarm clock that has a like, half an hour increasing light. Oh yes! And then the radio comes on. Lovely stuff. And the first day we, we bought it this week, put it on, just slept through the whole yeah,
1: thing. Yeah, you did. I was awake. <laughs> Great stuff.
0: <laughs> Literally the brightest light. It was about a foot from my head. We put it on my side of the bed. Radio <laughs> playing. Not a clue. Oh,
1: I'm and they so were talking about Tottenham, which was his, which is his. Favourite football team. Yeah, I didn't even Mm. wake
0: up when that – yeah. You'd think Tottenham would be a trigger word. Yeah,
2: that's (laughs) Just straight
0: through. Didn't even have a late night. I was well
3: slept.
2: (laughs) (laughs) How I would describe myself before I went to bed is rested. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Are there
1: things that you wish that you'd known earlier on? Or what other things that – do you know
2: I asked this on Twitter? And I was like, what do you wish you knew? Um. I oh, what do I wish that I knew? that's write everything down. yeah, I will say, I wish I wrote everything down. I've written lots of things down, but when you get to the next bit you, you're constantly having new symptoms, yeah, and you're constantly sort of surprised by things. So you forget what was happening a couple of months ago. Someone in the antenatal class said that in their first trimester they were washing their hair in the bath and they started crying because their arms were so sore they couldn't wash their hair and they had to get there partner to come and wash yeah. their hair for them and I was like fuck I remember I couldn't hold a cup of tea up like for the first 16 right. weeks I'd hold a cup of tea up and I'd have a sit and I'm like god I gotta put this down because <laughs> <laughs> I was just my body was just drained and I suppose it's the it's the normalization of those symptoms where you don't think I, I can be quite hard on myself and I know that that's what everyone says like, I'm a bit of a perfectionist <laughs> um which I obviously have my issues with um but it re- it was really hard being as gentle as I needed to De- get like on being myself. delicate, being yep. careful and accepting that I can't do things that I used to be able to do. Yeah. Other people might be able to do that, and that's great. Um, you know, like there's lots of forums where women are like, "I worked up till 39 weeks," and I'm like, "I am so stoked for you. I worked up to 30. Like I, you know, I crawled across the line of 36 weeks as a writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know." Um, I wish, yeah, I I wish that I had listened to people that said, take it gently and take it slowly and enjoy it, um, without having to like, (laughs) because I have, I have the same thing where I want to just be able to. Do everything, and people go, "Wow! If she didn't have a bump, you wouldn't even know she was yeah, pregnant." Yeah, yeah. Like it's a bad thing to be pregnant yeah. or for that to create any impediment. What is yeah. going on inside of me is a fucking miracle. Yeah,
0: it's insane.
2: It's absolutely insane. Like he's 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 kicked a couple of times. I'll see oh, the next time he does it. If he does it, you know feel if you like. I'm also one of those women who loves getting my friends to touch their stomach. <laughs> I had my first stomach touch the other day. Did you? When Chris came over, he was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh, Did he ask? No, no. You got to ask Chris. Yeah. You got to ask whether He's whether, whether you base. want it or not as a the per, as the owner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the other person the still needs. To it's ask. so
0: early. I think he still thought of it as sort of a just a slightly different hug yeah,
2: yeah. Um, giving him the
0: benefit of the doubt
2: people <laughs> that, that sounds like a like a rape yeah. apologist yeah that felt yeah, like look, it was a different kind of my hug. client look <laughs> yeah. i know him very well and i can say hand on heart yeah. he would never
0: and as with every other case i've represented him <laughs> yeah he's just, a t- he's, he's, just a he's, hugger. he's a hugger he's a hugger
2: okay <laughs> um what else do i wish that i knew so hard to even think about did you
0: get cravings or anything because I mean, this is like
2: oh i really wanted one i didn't i got apple juice so pathetic
0: you've been liking a bit I of apple juice bit, yeah I
2: juices and kiwi fruits but it's, i don't they're
1: not they don't feel like cravings what was the food you like saw like on
0: master chef that you suddenly went i weirdly would oh, an like an omelet
1: an omelet and, yeah sure you know that's I'm a eggs vegan. oh yeah of
2: course there was one time again when i was in melbourne and um i had a there was a, a loose meeting that I had at like twelve thirty, and it was quarter past twelve. And I walked past this ramen shop. I'm like, I'm gonna have to miss this meeting, <laughs> and just went in there and like urgently needed ramen. Yeah. Um, and then had to say, excuse me, I'm i really I'm pregnant, and so can you just make sure the eggs really cooked? And that's something that you probably will sidestep a lot of um, yeah. the food requirements.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There's none of that cheeses and fish oh, and anything God. like that. It's like. Eating See, vegan
2: is good for you. Yeah. For you. <laughs> and like secretly googling when you're 8 weeks pregnant, you don't want people to know and yeah. pasteurized and unpasteurized and asking that stuff in front of your friends. I remember sitting with Tom Allen and I had to ask if the butter was pasteurized <laughs> cuz I don't really know what pasteurized yeah. means no. if I'm perfectly honest. Yeah. But most stuff is pasteurized that's bought in a in a but you know, in Melbourne, lots of things can be homemade and artisanal. Oh, right!
0: So unpasteurised is like the more sort of, hey, we're yeah, just straight from the farm. Yeah, sort of yeah, thing. right. And you're like,
2: well, I can't have that actually.
1: Yeah.
0: That's um, good. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't think
2: that's but not going to come
1: up too. It's much. Not not needed for me, but for listeners,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> avoid your non-pasteurised. Avoid your
2: non-pasteurised. Um, oh, it's such a good question that I have literally. You can a... you can message me and then I'll I
1: will. I'll, you can tell me through that way, and I can find yeah. out anyway. Yeah, because it's so like because they are because of this thing of like not really knowing anything. Everything you've said today is so interesting. Anyway, and I've made lots of notes. And well, it, make,
0: it makes. I think it's just. It, I de- definitely you learn more when you hear it from an actual person mm. rather than reading. You mm. know, like. Well, that's book. The thing. Yeah, reading, I've, that book about french kids is great i was reading it i was like "This is great stuff but then you actually see parenting in practice and you're like mm. you can only prepare so much can't you like i watched i did a gig for um uh new parents yesterday have you ever done any of those shows when you do it for like yeah basically the yes, children have to be babies. under 18 months yeah so it's basically parents who haven't really had a chance to get out of the house and yeah they go to a comedy show at 11 o'clock in the morning yeah and, uh, and, yeah, there was definitely the oldest kid there was probably I – mean, he must have been getting towards 80 months because he was up and about. <laughs> and the parents were just – you could see they were still in that phase of almost shadowing him yeah. like, around the place. They hadn't got to a point of like, oh, he's walking, let him have a one.
2: No, until they have the second one. I think someone's told me the first four years is just like you every couple of minutes going – are they dead?
0: Yeah, well, that's because... they that, <laughs> like yeah. killed them? That book sort of makes paints this picture of French parents being like, oh, they will just
3: walk around. Yeah, you know? yeah.
0: And, and, faire. and I read it and yeah, I was like, that will be exactly what I'm like. Oh, I'm just d- going to be so chilled. Definitely. I'm going to let it have its own autonomy. Yeah. And I'm watching their parents yesterday, watching their child run off. And I was like, well, of course you're going to chase after me. Yeah. It. It's a tiny person. Yeah,
2: there's cars around. <laughs> Come on, there One thing that um, I didn't expect was how traditional my some of my ideas are yeah and um uh and tradition and traditional ex- sexist expectations of my partner too that i would just be sort of doing most of this by myself and that is not who he is at yeah. all nor has he ever presented as that person but i just so if you if you if you grew up in a house that had uh that wasn't as liberal or progressive as you are now be ready for some old ghosts to come and haunt you (laughs) about what you expect from your partner. Because my husband's like, I go to bend down. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm picking that up. He's like, every time you pick something up, it hurts you. Please let me help you. I'm like, oh, okay. And it's just like I, I really have let him do a lot and he wants to do a lot as well. But he does like most of the cooking nearly all of the cleaning and that's been going on for months. Yeah. And um, I didn't – I think that I, in my head, underplay how significant an impact it has on me physically or has had and it's been really nice where I've accepted help. Yeah, accepted help and accepted how huge this is. Yeah. And it's fucking amazing. It's just amazing. I, I could talk about it for years. And what was you know what was really great was when I started telling people, um, the people that have young kids are like, Text me anytime. I can't wait to do-. and they just all they want to do is talk about their pregnancy. They're like, Are you doing this? Are you doing that? What about this? And it's I feel exactly the same way. I feel like a missionary for pregnancy. Well then you're the perfect you've been the perfect guest for us to talk
1: to and for me to find out more stuff from. So I don't know, maybe we should we should probably yeah. We should up probably there, wrap up
0: there, Any any further questions? Is there anything that I should think about as you know? Do the cleaning do you, and do you, the oh, I, cleaning
2: and do the cooking. I'll do all that
0: as Chris, <laughs> as Chris had to like. Is there things that caught him off guard maybe that to look out for or?
2: Um, the, what has been helpful for him is that book is reading physically what's going on for me because uh, you know like oh Pierce, the farts that are coming are the worst thing you've ever, <laughs> ever smelled.
0: Well, that's a good idea. Was there any there any sort of books you because I'm doing that classic thing of. I'm going to read one book a week about yes yeah, sure. but not not all about. Like weirdly, the one I'm reading this week is about genetic personality traits, like mm. how much of your how much of a child's personality is inherited. <laughs> I don't need to read that. <laughs> well, they, I mean, it's actually. I know we were talking on the way here. I was telling Hannah about it, and like, you know, because my parents are pretty messy people, um, and like, it's actually this book um, does. Push the idea that now scientifically, it's a lot of your personality traits are genetic, and I was yeah. just like, "Wow, well, this child is Well,
2: trouble. I'm leaving.
0: But yeah, <laughs> give him read- a
2: better chance.
0: <laughs> but are there any books that you read along the way that were like, "Oh, right, this is something I should recommend"? To
2: I have, I can say hand on heart, I've not read a single book <laughs> this entire pregnancy. I've used the NHS website a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. But Chris has read this book called Pregnancy for Men and it's really funny and it's, I mean, like the title is obviously very heteronormative but um, uh, what he said is it really helped him, like for the first six months, know physically what's happening and when, you know, when the baby's getting eyeballs and when it's developing its grip reflex and, um, you know, what... When the milk comes in and just just stuff that he had no idea, like I didn't know this either, but because you've got all this extra blood, you get broken capillaries really easily. Mm. They go
3: as soon as the baby's born. Yeah, Yeah.
2: so I've got like a little mark above um, my nose and then I've got a little one on my neck. They've been there for like five or six months because you've got so much blood. They pulsing. almost look like pimples or something. Yeah, so that was a just a pimple. that, And I'm a picker, mm. so I've obviously gone a little too deep. <laughs> I've <laughs> hit oil um, in a vein form, and, and that's my body's like, oh, okay, well, we, we're going to stay here. So those will go. Yeah the the one thing that i've done which i'm proud of myself is i've used bio oil for stretch marks yes. and i haven't got a stretch mark yet
1: wow so i moisturized yesterday for the first time i mm. moisturized my legs and my stomach and my yeah. back i was like should probably start doing this early, and then I just felt sticky. All yeah. <laughs>
2: yes. Yeah. Look, well, the oil is worse because it's oil. <laughs> yeah. So, just when did you start doing that? You feel like a greased pig. Yeah. <laughs> um I think I actually started doing it while I was in Melbourne. Yeah. But what I started to do, one, if you get stretch marks, that's like the fucking coolest scar that you can have yeah, again totally. because of what you put your body through. Um. But for me, who's a real like. Wash my face with a cleanser, put some moisturiser on. Bob's your uncle. That's my that's my beauty regime or whatever. Yeah, it's actually a really nice way to. I was going to say the wankiest thing I've probably do it. (laughs) it. It's a very nice way to honour your body. Yeah, it's a very nice. That's
0: going to be the tagline.
2: (laughs) It's so gross, but like just to go because I have really dry skin too. Yeah. So, but all the
1: but what your body is doing then? Yeah, it's give it some love.
2: Yeah, it's just it's a really like when you. When I can be, like I have real deprivation thinking about lots of stuff, when I'm taking three minutes to put oil all over my stomach and my hips and my bum and my boobs and, yes, it stops stretch marks, but it's also saying you deserve to take, you know, I'm going to take time to say thanks for building this person. Yeah. It's just so like, your
1: body's doing those things. That makes total sense. Yeah, to me.
2: it's it, it's something that I used to try to do before I was pregnant, like just even moisturize my arms and legs rather than looking like Frosty the Snowman for <laughs> six months of the year in the UK. Um, so it's like that's a nice thing for me to go. Oh, okay, that's that's a nice time to spend on yourself.
1: Yeah. Yes, Jesse reminded me that I saw that other similarity that both of our families or our immediate families are in Australia. Mm. And how do you feel about that,
2: you know? Awful. Yeah. And it's um, it was the same when we got married where there's things that you have in your head that your family is just going to be around for. Yeah. And they all came over for the wedding but like making those decisions and asking them questions about how they did it. And so my mum gets here next Thursday. Yeah. Which is so great. So she, if he holds out, yeah, she'll be here for the birth and that's like – that's really important to me and I didn't know how important that was until I fell pregnant yeah my sister will never see she'll never be able to touch yeah. me this pregnant yeah. so we when I was out there I think I was probably I think I was like 10 weeks when I got back to the UK yeah. so my sister saw me went at like five weeks and nine weeks but that's not the same as this yeah you yeah. know and this is the first time she's going to be an auntie on this side of the family yeah. and you know just feeling him kick and all of those things that you want to share whether or not you can is a different story you know not everyone has yeah functional relationships and um i've been in lots of therapy and re- recovery to help me have functional relationships <laughs> yeah. with my family um I think the nicest thing is that she's coming and I want her to be here yes. Yes. and that feels like a safe choice and I know that that's not for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, being overseas is um, – and I adore my in-laws. Like I just love them like family. But there's a part of you that like w- whatever family you have, you still go, oh, but it's fam- – that's where I – this happened to them. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. And that
1: thing about being cuz I'm I'm 39 as well. So that thing about being a bit older as well and kind of yeah. going this is like it feels like a gift to my parents yes. that we're going to have a child but that you know they're they're not going to see that little person very much. It's going to be yeah. every, you know, maybe once a year if we're lucky and just those things about the how much you know that that child is going to grow and change and some of those those times in between.
2: I feel like that with my niece. She's um, seven and a half now, nearly eight, and um, like we've had regular Skype contact since she was born. I was in the country when she was born and then I moved the following year and like I remember my sister sent me a video of her doing her first speech at school, reading off palm cards, and I was just crying. Mm. One, because she was amazing, but two, I'm like, she doesn't have an auntie there just going you're the best yeah. this is the coolest thing i've ever seen how have you turned into such a great person yeah. you know obviously i know why but she's just um and i really feel that when i go home like she just loves me and i love her and that yeah. bond is there um but there are bits where i'm like oh my sister isn't going to see my son walk for the first time yeah. or and they're not just down the road and it's a really big commitment yeah. for them to come over here. It, you know, there's two of them that need to come over yeah. here. So it, it's, um, yeah, it's tricky.
3: Yeah.
1: But like you said, you've got your, your English family down the road. Yes. Which is good.
2: I think crazy. if I can say one more thing, yeah. which is this is I think the most, this is the thing I can't get my head around. Or oh, two things. One, that we're born with all the ovaries we're ever going to have, all the eggs oh, we're yeah. ever going to have. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> what, is that
1: someone... We watched. I watched a um, documentary on that a few years ago, and I remember trying to explain it to people. I'm like, "You're, you have, you are your grandma. She yes. is in you. You are." <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I still don't understand <laughs> it. Like <laughs> Hannah t- tried to describe it, and I just didn't. Like, I didn't know uh, what you were. Our, about.
1: our our grandchildren are in me. Yes.
0: How d- what?
1: Because the if, if it's a girl, the yeah. baby, or the or a boy, I don't know. No, no, no. If-, if it's a girl, the eggs will grow, and that those eggs will then become a child
0: which day. would be yeah so our when, grandchildren and when that child has eggs i don't understand that, no
1: but it's it'll be it's inside me if it's a girl
0: so you but your grandchildren aren't in you they'll be inside,
1: in egg form in egg form inside the baby inside me Shit. yes
2: <laughs> well that's that's the other part of this is out of my great-grandmother my grandmother came, and out of my grandmother, my mother came, and out of my mother, my sister came, and out of my sister, my niece came. Like it's literal yeah, yeah. babushka dolls, yeah, over you know a hundred years for forever, forever. Like on the maternal li- yeah. line, wow, isn't that incredible? Yeah, I ca- I can't get over it. Yeah. Well, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you think you'll find that out the sex of the baby?
0: Well, we, I, I was actually because obviously you, now you refer to him as him. I, I, we've, we sort of have. Don't know yet. not thought about it. We didn't. One bit.
2: Yeah, we didn't really think about it, and then I think they can give you like a hint at about twelve or fourteen. Well, yeah, weeks. I think
0: we were talking about it will be one of them things when they'll probably say it to us when we get. In we'll the look scatch. at yeah. yeah. Want to yeah. know, and we'll yeah. probably just make yeah. that call then.
2: Yeah. Well, we have like historically on my mum's side, we have girls, we have mm-hmm. hundreds and hundreds of girls with the aberration of boys, and uh we had a junior doctor at about twelve or thirteen weeks, and she mentioned something about it being a oh, they, she I think she said him, and she went, oh, you know they, and I was like, uh, I don't know if this is bad practice or not, or it could have been anything anyway. I was like, if this is a boy, I want to know because I know how to look after girls. Yeah, that's what we do. And um, I told a couple of friends that we were going to find out, and they said, "Don't." There's only one true surprise in this world, and you know, it's one of and. And for me, I'm so glad I found out. because I can like really bond with the idea of. Going,
0: oh. I don't. Yeah, I don't think. I'm. I'm. A good example would be Christmas time. Once you put presents under the tree, I am a nightmare until Christmas. I need to know what's yeah. say. <laughs> I'm really impatient oh, for those so for surprises. So I think. It would be. They'd be like, "Do you want to know?" I'd be like, "Yeah, I no, 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 yeah, straight ask. out.
1: Whatever no, that's that makes me want to go. No, not yet, yeah.
2: not yet. No. But you can hold off as long <laughs> yeah. as you it's want. Right. You can just, hold when off. When you you're asleep birth.
0: one night, I'll do a secret scare. Oh yeah, <laughs> you, <laughs> know
2: how also, yeah, you so, seem now. you seem trained I'm for that. I'm gonna buy
0: my own ultrasound <laughs> yeah. kit.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm a comedian and part-time <laughs> sonographer. <laughs> <laughs> but it, like so, so many people are so glad they didn't find out. For me, I'm really glad we found out. It is. It doesn't change. Like it's not like we've run out and bought blue clothes or anything like that. I
0: still need to start preparing eighteen years of
2: outfits. (laughs) I mean, it's for for me. It's more like okay, what do I need to prepare for? Because boys and girls have different experiences in the world, and uh, like mentally, like how am I gonna? How Am I going to moving forward? Do you think that have you decided on a name as well? Is that we have decided it was really weird with girls, we had like a short list of six or seven, Mm. we could only come up with one. Oh, cool! For boys, I tell you off the podcast, though, yeah, 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 yeah. of course, just you know, just in case 12 12 more days
1: until I will will will
0: say, though, just actually, I don't have a preference, I genuinely don't. You know, you Hannah showed me some. Gender reveal videos where men lose their minds when they find out they're having a son, and I genuinely yeah. don't have that instinct at all. Yeah, and that's not me trying to be like all hip and yeah. cool. I just mean genuinely, I to stay yeah. To me, I I don't think I don't think it would be easier to like some. I think it'd be probably. I think boys are a bit more trouble when they're young. You know, they probably take a bit more like guidance. Yeah. Just girls are just smarter from the like early days. Also,
2: condi- that's from social- lots of conditioning. That's social conditioning. Yeah, we're socialized more easily.
0: That's why I mean, I want one who I can socialize very <laughs> easily. I want one who can <laughs> control from age being fourteen.
2: Great. Girls can be a real. Fan.
0: Well, and also, and then as I say, I, I hear some fathers go. Then you worry more about your daughter. You it's know, loads yeah. of different things, but yeah, twenty thirty four. But having heard, <laughs> <laughs> but having heard all that. I don't have a – none of that has made me go, well, I would prefer one or the other or whatever it is or – yeah, I'm quite chilled about it all.
3: Yeah. It's just – he just kicked. Oh,
0: really? Yeah. It's just the coolest. Because we're talking about him.
2: Yeah. Talking about you, mate. Going to meet you in 12 days. Going to meet my son (laughs) in 12 days.
3: It's mad.
2: Isn't that crazy? (laughs) Because that's the other thing, like – After I know we've tried to end this podcast about ten times. (laughs) I
0: mean, yeah, thirteen minutes we've been trying to wrap up. I
2: just I don't have a wrap up in me when I talk (laughs) when we're talking about pregnancy. Is there's a point where he's fully functionally alive,
3: Mm. and at
2: and right at the minute he's just only going to get fatter. That's all he can do is get (laughs) heavier. Yeah, Yeah. everything else is done It's good. He's you know he's his lungs, his eyes, all his reflexes—they're all there. Yeah. so I'm literally just waiting for when he's ready to come out.
1: Yeah, amazing.
2: It's just, and he's going to, someone, it was Charlie Baker actually, he said something to me when I was about oh, maybe six months pregnant and um, and I just like nearly burst out into tears. We were just getting a coffee. He goes, it's the, I hope he doesn't, I don't think you'll mind me saying this. He goes, it's the weirdest thing. They come out and you go, oh, you're here. Yeah. Like you've been – you didn't know that you were waiting to meet them and yeah. you meet them you're like, oh, of course it's you. And Yeah. So he's got like some personality traits yeah. already. Yeah, totally.
1: What? Half and half of the two of you. What? Yeah. It's
2: mad. It's mad.
1: That's, a, that's amazing and exciting and, yeah, maybe we will – wrap it up on that because it's a beautiful way to end and maybe we will come and talk to you again once you once he's been around for a bit and
2: i'm a bit bit
1: further along yeah Yeah, as you can start practicing your classes and the lectures
2: you're gonna give yeah i'm gonna give up comedy (laughs) and actually just do the school circuit yeah talk
1: about pregnancy yeah perfect well thank you so much and thanks for having us in your house thanks for everything
3: yeah and good luck
1: yeah good luck
0: GreatBigOwl.com Heavy Pencil, a new comedy from Great Big Owl, the people who brought you Brian and Roger.
3: Are you a client? Yes, yes, I'm a client. I'm the actor Michael Cork.
0: The Observer called it a lovely thing, wonderfully funny, pitched perfectly, produced with a light touch.
3: No, 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 no. I've, I've been taken on as Fliss's assistant. You're the, the, you're the assistant's assistant. <laughs> yes, if you like.
0: Heavy Pencil by Anna Crilly and Tony Gardner.
3: Great Big Owl.
0: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.